my name is Ifu Nanyamweke. I am the founder and the executive director at Jazz Hands for Autism. We are a, a mid-sized, small to mid-sized nonprofit organization based in Culver City, California. And uh, we provide workforce development training, specifically that in the music industry uh, to adults on the autism spectrum and everybody else who is neurodivergent. After watching movies like Rain Man, um, you know, many people walk away with the idea that everybody who has autism or who's on the autism spectrum is a savant or has savant level skills in things like counting toothpicks or playing music, but that's not the case. Um, there's a saying that goes, when you've met one person with autism, you've met one person with autism. And what that means is that while there may be similarities in some of the challenges that, that people with autism face and some of the um, affordances that they have or some of their idiosyncrasies, each person with autism has various strengths and challenges, and this is part of what neurodiversity champions. And so that's why neurodiversity is really important because even within the autism spectrum, there is a myriad and, and just so many different ways that a person can be. Um, you know, their strengths can be in one area, their challenges can be in, in another area, and for another person with autism, it can be reversed or, or somewhere in between. Um, now, this being said, studies do show that people who have autism or individuals with autism um, may have more of an affinity for music than typically developing individuals. So music-based programs and activities could be very beneficial to the development and meaning-making in the lives of people who have autism. And so what, what I would say is that a safe way to ask or to kind of approach a person with autism is to ask each person you meet who's on the spectrum, what their interests and what their talents are, and then have them tell you, and then you can go from there, how to interact with them and know how best to uh, provide support to them. In the United States, Every four years, there's, there's an increase in the number of people with autism. It's gone from you know, one in 121 to now I think it's one in 54 people who have autism in America. And so, and so that number is also growing worldwide. Even that number is, is not super duper accurate because there are some places where, people, where, where diagnostic tools are not very uh, efficient or effective. And so we actually don't even know how many, you know, the total number of people with autism is just, you know, just based on, you know, some research that has been done, you know, it's just a generalized uh, sample, you know, that is one to three percent, but it's probably much higher than that. There are many people who have autism that they don't just have autism, like they have other, you know, neurodivergencies as well. So it's very frequent to, to, to you know, meet a person who has autism, but also has anxiety or also has ADHD or also has, um, you know, maybe something like bipolar. Neurodivergence isn't just like, oh, there's one thing, right? So many people who are neurodivergent actually have, you know, several different neurodivergencies occurring at the same time. Neurodiversity says, you know, like there's different ways of brain functioning. People with autism generally have, you know, very, very real challenges. People who have said, oh, we're all on the autism spectrum, and that's not fair, and that's not true. Because, you know, yeah, of course, yeah, we, we all may have different idiosyncrasies and different ways that we see the world. But when it comes to autism, it's actually a diagnosis. And uh, people with autism um, actually have a lot of challenges, a lot of barriers in the world. So for us to say that, you know, we're all on the autism spectrum really undermines a lot of the challenges and the barriers that people with autism face. And so it's important that we don't undermine that. And then also on the, on the flip side, autism for a while has been this thing that people kind of hide or that they're ashamed of or whatever that may be. And now there's a lot of people who, you know, whether it's on TikTok or social media or Twitter, who are now really, you know, embracing the label autism and using it as an empowering term. And so uh, we, we, don't, we also don't want to take away a tool of empowerment from individuals who have autism who are now championing their autism as well. So on the one hand, we don't want to say, oh, everybody has autism because that's not true because there are very, very real challenges and barriers that people with autism face. And on the other hand, we also don't want to take away the word autism because, you know, many people who have autism are now using that as a way to kind of empower themselves and, you know, promote uh, awareness and acceptance.
you know, getting employment in general is really, really tough for many adults, right? So even whether or not they are neurodivergent or not, however, for individuals who have autism, that road is even much more difficult, generally speaking. Um, and that's due to the you know, social challenges that many people with autism have and face. Some of these social um, standards that some people with autism may not understand it, and that may make it more difficult for them to you know, find a job and actually maintain a job. However, music can, you know, based on the research that I've done, music can help alleviate some of these challenges. You know, leveraging existing musical interests, which is what Jazz Hands does, to teach other generalizable skills or transferable skills can assist with you know, creating access for learning those skills. So for example, if a person is already interested in music and then you help them learn you know, how to prepare for an audition you know, using their music, they're learning a lot of social skills in that process. So I think starting from a place of interest is really, really important. At Jazz Hands, we start with music. In addition to that, we're also leveraging the power of music to improve the ways that, that people with autism are learning and also included in their society. So, Music is a really, really big part of learning anyway, but for some reason, like we, along the way, like we forget that. Kindergarten, you're singing songs and, and that helps you learn. You learned your ABCs by A, B, C, D, E, F, G. So music is really, really important to helping people learn new skills, especially individuals who may be neurodivergent. And so in learning those skills, musicians are able to, you know, better succeed in different employment uh, locations, especially those that are music-based. For our graduates and our students, they have performed on over 150 stages, so many different places. So they performed, you know, have DJed for, you know, for different events, so many different stages. And so part of what we do is we actually advocate for, on their behalf. We go to different places and say, hey, are you looking for entertainment? We have, you know, really, really talented musicians that can meet your entertainment needs. And then, you know, beyond performance, our musicians also are interested in teaching music, right? So we have a partnership with a couple of non-public schools where our musicians are able to then go in with a job coach and be able to teach music to other students, some of who are also neurodivergent. So it's not just performance, but also teaching music, composing music. And then our musicians have also gotten internships at studios to learn kind of the back end of creating and engineering music. It's not just performance, it's music in general. Like, you know, and so there are many different ways to be employed in music and so we help our musicians learn different skills based on their interests for the, the segment of music music that they want to work in. We're also actively checking in with our musicians to see if they've developed any new interests you know as they go through our program and as they you know perform in different places or see different things their interests may expand and so they may come and say hey you know I recently went to this museum I and it has to do with music history. I know a lot of music history. I would love to work at a museum, maybe be a tour guide, you know, and tell people, you know, music history facts. And so our job is to then go into to, to, to that location and say, hey, we, we have a really, really talented, a really, really qualified individual that will make a great addition to your team. You know, can we set up a, like, an informational interview where, where you can kind of see who they are, learn who they are, and see if they're a good fit for your company. And so that's also part of what we do as well, is we're actively trying to help our musicians expand what, what they know that they, they can do and find opportunities in the community where they can actually put that into practice. We like to think that, you know, workplaces or locations of employment are just like these very uh, objective places, but they're not. Like they're composed of people who have different ways of interacting, different agendas, and there's power dynamics, and that can affect, depending on how you move socially in that environment, that can affect your mobility in that environment. Another thing is that, you know, when it comes to like, you know, getting promotions, it's not always based on merit. A lot of times it's based on knowing how to rub shoulders with, with the right people. And for maybe a person with autism, that may not be something that, that they may be very familiar with or maybe even care much to do. And then on top of that, you know, I met, you know, quite a few individuals who are on the autism spectrum that are very blunt. Um, whereas somebody who may not have autism may say, oh, you know, you know, maybe let's try something different. First of all, autism may say, oh yeah, that's not working well. <laughs> 
And maybe that may offend somebody and then that may impact their social, you know, kind of capital in that work environment. So there's a lot of different nuances that people who are not on the spectrum may not consider um, to be, a, uh, be something that they're actively doing. But for a person with autism, that can then become a barrier for them in the workplace. I think that, you know, some of, some of these social standards, like I said earlier, we need to dismantle them. Like, what do I have to, you know, like, you know, deceive or lie or like, you know, not be straightforward to get to get somewhere. I don't think that that's fair, you know. Um, and so to me, I think some of some of the social standards that, that are that have become barriers for people with autism are actually things that we need to dismantle anyway, um, because they're not actually working for anybody. <laughs> you know, they're actually creating inequities more and more so. Um, so to, in my opinion, that's what we should really do. But, you know, getting that done, ah, it's tough. So in a way that's quote unquote more practical, you know, yeah, what we do is we do provide training in, you know, different, you know, different socials, so, social cues. Like, you know, like we do teach some of those skills. Um, but like I said, if, if, I, if, if, the, if the world was to be the way that I think it should be, that shouldn't even be happening because I shouldn't have to pretend to be, to get a job. I should, I, I should be able to just be myself and get a job. And a person with autism should be able to be themselves and, and get a job. There are volumes of research that show that people with autism have an affinity or kind of an inclination towards music uh, more so than maybe their typically developing peers. And so knowing this, it makes music a really great tool for therapeutic intervention, social connection, and overall just creating a life of meaning for individuals who have autism, especially those who, have a, who already have an existing interest in music. Music is a valid career choice for anyone interested in, in, anyone interested in pursuing it as a career choice, like I mentioned. Um, at Jazz Hands, we particularly work with musicians on the autism spectrum, which means that everyone we work with has already expressed an interest um, and, has, and has shown emerging talent in music. Um, so all we do at Jazz Hands is help them cultivate this talent and support them in sharing this talent with their communities through volunteer or paid work opportunities. If you have a musical interest, we can maybe help you learn some general work skills using that interest. And so, although music is a very powerful tool for social connection and mobility, a career in music is not for everyone. Um, and so the model that we're trying to put forth through Jazz Hands is to, to support an individual who has autism with job training and job scouting, you have, to, you have to start first with asking them what they are interested in and what they are motivated by. And then from there, you can then create pathways to help them break into that industry. So it all starts with the person. It's very, very person-centered. So get to know the person, what, what, you know, what their strengths are, what their interests are, and then start there to help them learn skills and help them you know, kind of find ways to mitigate some of their challenges. In general, Jazz Hands came to be um, because three things collided, right? One, it's uh, the, my, my loved one who, um, who is neurodivergent. I've been providing support to that person a majority of their life. Um, and I've, you know, I've been an advocate for them in many different spheres for a majority of their life. Um, I also have a really, really deep love for music. So for me, music is also a big way that I, I, I'm able to communicate and interact with people. Um, and then lastly, I met a really, really talented individual who has autism. Um, and when I met him, he didn't even realize that he was leveraging the power of music to build community around himself. And so after I met this individual, it seemed like everything that I cared about just kind of collided, it came together. You know, me advocating for my loved one who, had, who is neurodivergent, my love for music, and then also, you know, meeting this really, really talented individual who was using music to like set an atmosphere. The next step I took was to create a platform um, where my, you know, a deep love for music, social support and community inclusion uh, came together for the benefit of neurodivergent individuals, especially those who have autism. So 
it first started with me meeting this individual, me realizing all these other things that, that I love and care about, and then me saying, okay, there's got to be a place where this individual and other neurodivergent individuals can be able to express the fullness of the power um, of how the power of music is. So yeah, music is like a really, really big part of my life. You know, like I perform at open mics and things like that, you know, because I, the stage is a place where I feel very, very free. And the thing is that, you know, in an ableist society, it's the same way with the racist society, it's the same way with the sexist society. The individuals who are the victims of that ism always tend to internalize that and think that something is wrong with them. But it's like, no, nothing's wrong with you. Is everything wrong with the way that the society is set up? The, the society that you live in is not set up to, to make it easy for you to navigate it. So another thing that Jazz Hands is actually doing is helping our musicians realize that you, you don't have anything wrong with you. If you have the tools, when you're given the proper support and proper tools, you can be everything that you've ever wanted to be. So I think that that's really important. The last thing I just want to share is that, you know, I've talked a lot about Jazz Hands for Autism in our programs, you know, you know how we have a concert, our vocational program, our junior academy, our music library. But one thing that I, I want to mention is that we are ever evolving. Um, and I think a big reason why we're ever evolving is because we always start with the person and see, okay, th these are the individuals that we support. Are you, what else do you want? What else do you want in this life? What else do you want to learn? How else do you want to show up in this life? And how can we support you in, in making that happen, especially as it relates to music, right? One thing that, that we don't necessarily have is like this very, very concrete or, you know, um, rigid strategic plan. Oh yeah, we're going this way and this, and this is how it's always going to be. And, you know, this is, this is where we're going as Jazz Hand. Our programs and our growth as an organization is very, very informed by the individuals that we support. They are the ones that are leading how the organization is growing and moving. And one thing that Jazz Hands uh, hopes to kind of put out into the world is always listen to who you're supporting and always evolve based on what they need and not, and not what, you think they, what, what you think they need. Always listen to who you're supporting because they are the reasons why you exist. Jazz Hands only exists because we exist to support the, you know, individuals with autism. If we're, not, if, if we're not listening to them, then we're not accomplishing our mission. So it's very, very important that we're always listening to the musician um, and allowing that, that musician to lead the way that the organization flows. And then I also want to highlight that, um, I want to highlight our team, um, the strides that we've made with our, with our organization, with the mission, with how we're supporting our musician is made as a team effort. Our team is absolutely incredible. Um, and we have like a, man, I don't want to cry, but I would say, I, I will venture to say we have the best team ever and they really love their job. They really love our students. Our students love, the, love their instructors and everybody just really comes together to, to, to you know, to really push forward the mission to support our musicians. And I think once again, that is what is most important is to focus on those you're supporting and have them be the one that informs how the organization grows and evolves. Trying to grow our network, you know, because there are people about them, like I said, all over the world, all over the nation. Um, and so we don't want the work that we do to just stop, you know, in Culver City, Los Angeles, you know, California. We want, it, we want it to be such that everywhere in the world where there's, where there's a person with autism who has an interest in music, there's someone who can provide them the support that they need. And so if people want to kind of learn, you know, how we, you know, fine tune the way that we support musicians who have autism, we'd love for them to, you know, contact us. And if they have any ideas or things, things that they've seen in their work, we'd love to hear that as well and see how we can collaborate. There are many different ways you can help. The first one is by donating. <laughs> Please, uh, we need your support. Like I mentioned, uh, we do a lot at Jazz Hands and Sadly, that requires financing and requires money. Um, I wish it didn't, but it does. And so, you know, we do need financial support. So if people want to, you know, donate, they can. If individuals want to actually check out our music library, please do. Uh, it's www.jazzhandsmusicplace.org. 
The songs are written and composed by individuals who are neurodivergent, especially those who are on the autism spectrum. And then, um, you know, follow us on, on Instagram, where, you know, it's Instagram.com slash Jazz Hands for Autism, F-O-R. Um, if you want to follow us on Twitter, we are J-H, the number four autism. And then you can also like us on Facebook. You can just look, at, look us up, Jazz Hands for Autism. Um, so you can find us really most places. We're also on TikTok. We are on TikTok. I don't know our TikTok label right now, but look up Jazz Hands for Autism on TikTok. We have some really cool content. Our musicians are creating some really cool stuff, man. And yeah, on YouTube, we're on YouTube too. We're really anywhere you can find anything, you can find us because a big part of what we're doing is not just like, you know, supporting our musicians, you know, in, a, in, a, in an insular way, but we realize that, that the world is becoming uh, more digital. And so our musicians are also expanding their digital footprint as well. So you can find our musicians' performances on our TikTok, on their TikTok, on our Instagram, on their Instagram, on our YouTube, on their YouTube. Um, but you can find all that by visiting our website, by following us on Instagram and all of our social media as well. And we can direct you to the different musicians that we support. 